Hi friends, back again with us, the Limbats. For today, we are going to still continue our story about the Christmas pig. I love the Christmas pig. Chapter 49 and 50. The story of hope. Though dusty, it was cozy inside the tapestry because Jack and the Christmas pig were snuggled up together. After their scary dash through Power's palace, Jack found it comforting to feel the Christmas pig's trotters around him. He didn't even mind the smell of dank canal water the Christmas pig was giving off. Only now they were safe did Jack fully realize that he was on his way to DP at last, and in his excitement, he gave the Christmas pig a squeeze. We've nearly done it! He said. I was so scared back there, weren't you? Very scared, hmm. said the Christmas pig. We shall take hope. Without her, we'd be on the way to the loser's lair right now. I know. Said Jack, and raising his voice, he said, Thank you very much, Hope. You're welcome. Came her voice from above them. Are you comfortable? Very. Said Jack. We aren't too heavy for you, are we? Asked the Christmas pig. Oh, no. Said Hope. I've carried far heavier than you. How were you lost, Hope? Asked Jack. That's a sad story, I'm afraid. Came Hope's voice over the beating of her wings. My owner is in prison. Prison? Gaps Jack. What did they do? Nothing wrong. Said Hope. On the con, on the contrary, she was doing a good thing, protesting against the ruler, against the president, a ruler very. Very like power. The ruler was furious, so he locked her up, pretending she'd broken the law. The judge was too scared to rule against the president. So my owner is currently in a cell with ten others, where there isn't enough to eat and barely room to lie down. That's terrible, said Jack. It is. A great hope. At this moment, she can't see how things will ever get better for her because they they told her she'll be in prison for 20 years. She lost me when she had the length of her sentence, but she'll find me again and sooner than she thinks. How do you know? Asked Jack. She has a wonderful family and many friends outside the prison walls. Said Hope. When she realizes they're working hard to free her, she'll find me again and I'll help her bear her situation dreadful draw the, the way it is. I may not shine as brightly as my friend happiness, but my flame is hardy to extinguish. Jack and the Christmas pig mm-hmm. swayed gently back and forth in the tapestry as mm-hmm. Hope bore them onwards. Jack was starting to feel very sleepy. After a while, he thought he heard a new sound, like the breathing of some huge slumbering beast, and he smelled something vaguely familiar. By shifting his position a little, he was able to peek over the edge of the tapestry. Far below, he saw the ocean, which was as dark as the night sky above. Snow was still falling, and Jack could see Hope's white, pale wings reflected in the waves. Charles. Where are we going home? Jack asked. See the island of Big Love. 
Say it home. Only a few things on the mainland knows it exists. The truly love are never moved off the island. So the things in the cities never meet them. But I know the island's there because I've flown over it. You should sleep now because we've got a long way to travel. I'll wake you when it's time for you to go along. You've done very well. You'll complete your mission before Christmas Day. I should think you'll be home at least an hour before midnight. So Jack wriggled back down inside the tapestry, closed his eyes, and allowed his face to press up against the Christmas pigs. All those lies ambition told us about me not being able to get DP back. He muttered into the Christmas pigs' damn ear. I want to thank you too, CP. I've, I'd never have been able to get DP back without you. That's all right, said the Christmas pig in a strangely muffled voice. Sleep now. You heard hope. We've still got a long way to go. Jack closed his eyes, squeezed the Christmas pig again, felt the familiar belly beans and breathed in his satisfying grubby smell. Soon Jack was on the verge of sleep and on his lips he tasted a salty wetness and he knew he must be, must be dreaming of the sea far, far below. The Island of the Beloved Many hours later, Jack was woken by Hope's voice calling him. Jack, it's time! She said. Get ready! I'm afraid you're going to get wet, but I can take you no farther. Jack could bar- barely open his eyes because the light pouring in, in through either end of the tapestry was as blinding as that of happiness. The tapestry itself had become hot mm-hmm. and his pajamas were warm and dry again. Even his feet were warm. He realized that come to a place where the sun was shining brightly. Ready? Called Hope. Wriggle out, with you, wriggle out with your feet first. It's not a long drop. I've flown as low as I dare. Come on, CP. Jack. You first, said mm. the Christmas pig, and Jack, who guessed he was worried about jumping into the sea as he couldn't swim, said, I'll be there when you hit the water, CP. Don't worry. Jack wriggled down the tapestry hammock. Mm-hmm. The smell of the sea was stronger than ever now, and he could feel the heat of the sun on his bare feet. Taking a deep breath, he pushed himself out of the tapestry. Mm-hmm. As Hope had promised, the drop was short, and seconds later, he found himself knee-deep in this crystal clear sea, which was as warm as a bath. Looking around, he saw a beautiful island with swaying palm trees and soft white sand. The cloudless sky was periwinkle blue and dotted with many finding holes and there, running down the beach towards him, ahead of a multitude of other old toys who'd rush to see what was going on was DP. DP! shouted Jack, starting to laugh and cry at the same time. <laughs> DP, it's me! DP looked exactly as he always had, gray, wonky-eared and button-eyed. And he was beaming as he ran down the beach and into the sea. Jack splashed through the water, his arms wide open, and Dippy's buttons' eyes were leaking tears. And then they reached each other and hugged as tightly as ever a boy and his toy hug. And Jack breathed in Dippy's smell of bed and garden and of the trace of mom's perfume from where she kissed Dippy goodnight. Dippy, I found you, I found you. 
soap jack and behind the old pig a hundred battered old toys cheered and clapped their hands their paws and their hooves and one little puffin hoves and one little puffin turned a somersault on the motorway and I couldn't stand it and I yelled and smashed up my room. <laughs> it's you also. Is that a boy or a girl? Deepy? It's... Um, it's a toy, Dad. Oh, it's a toy, toy don't have gender. I know, Jack, I know, said Dippy, patting Jack on his back. But it's all right now. You found me. Come into my house. With his worn old trotter around Jack's shoulder, D.P. guided him out of the sea onto the beach, while all the beloved things watching continued to cheer. I live there, said D.P. pointing to a little yellow beach house, with somebody you know. To Jack's amazement, he saw the old toilet roll angel peering out of the window, a wide smile on his bearded face. The beach house was, was light, bright, and airy inside. Its windows gave a wonderful view over the sea and the palm trees. It is, isn't it? No, no. It's so nice here, D.P. Said Jack. It is, isn't it? Said D.P. And you remember our old friend Toilet Roll Angel? Yes. Said Jack. But I thought, I thought you were eaten by Toby the dog. I thought you were eaten by Toby the dog. I, I was. Said Toilet Roll Angel, who had a lovely sing-song voice. He tore me to pieces. All that's left of me up there is a bit of wool, which you'll find under your second largest present if you look. But... I don't understand. Said Jack. You're here. The alive and part of me, yes. Said Toilet Roll Angel. Mom loved me so much I'm permitted to live forever on the island of the beloved. But then... Said Jack, turning to DP as a horrible thought struck him. Does that mean DP? Ambition told me a lorry ran over you. I'm afraid, I'm afraid that's true, Jack, said Dippy quietly. Grandpa put himself in danger up there, trying to get me back, but a lorry came along and rained uh, right up over me. Grandpa saw me burst. All that's left of me now in the land of the living are a few bins and a bit of dirty clothes. But you're here, said Jack. I can touch you, I can feel you. I can smell you. Yes, said Dippy, leading Jack to a strip sofa and sitting down beside him. You made that happen by loving me so much. This island's a familiar place to me, you know. Things that are deeply loved drop straight down onto the island of the beloved whenever we're lost. We don't even have to pass through, Miss Late. I have had friends here for years because Dippy's old button eyes twinkled. Well, you did lost me quite a lot, you know, Jack. The loser never come? Asked Jack. Never, said Dippy. He isn't permitted to set foot on this island, and even if he did, he couldn't hurt us. Our human's love has made us immortal. 
But if you were birthed by the lorry, how can I take you home? CP promised I could have you back again. Now DP and Toilet mm. Roll Angel exchange very serious looks. Well, my brother's right, mm. said DP. You can take me back to the land of the living tonight if you really want to. It's still Christmas Eve up there, the night full miracles and lost causes. However... CP, we did it! Cried Jack, turning to the Christmas pig. But the Christmas pig wasn't there. What? See you guys. <coughs> Bye.